When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you ever think you would make it? I feel I'm supposed to take sweet victory. I know this life meant for me. Yeah, why would you bet on Goliath when we got bet David? Value taming, giving values contagious. This world of entrepreneurs, we get no value to hate it. I run, homie, look what I become. I'm the, I'm the one. Okay, so folks, uh, we have a special uh, guest here today, specifically because after what happened yesterday with the list that came out, what's this list called, Vinny? It's called the Jeffrey uh, Epstein, Jeffrey, Epstein. Epstein list. We yeah. figured a lot of people may need a lawyer. We may as well bring a qualified lawyer. Now, whether that's she true. accepts the offers or not, yeah. <laughs> obviously that's not on us. Yep. But today's guest is, is none other than... Uh, Alina Haba. And by the way, before we get started, I think we got to give the breaking news, heartbreaking news, Vinny, to to the world. Everybody, um, brace yourselves for every, impact. Especially, <laughs> this is a small community of people that are listening to this. We get message left and right. Did you know she's a Syrian? Yeah. Did you know she, she's she's a Syrian? She's dog? To my cousin's brother. Yeah, and and guess what, Alina. It's great to have you on a podcast, but are you a Syrian? I'm the world wants not. to know. Oh my God! I'm sorry. <laughs> you broke. I am so proud of my Middle Eastern background. I am not a Syrian. Though. So tell us about so, the background. So my parents are a hundred percent Iraqi, born Baghdad, Iraq, and um, you know they're the American dream. Came over here, and my father's a physician, but I am a Catholic Arab. I am one of the very few left in the world. <laughs> you mm. know, I am Roman Catholic. My parents are from Baghdad, and if you speak Arabic to me, I'll understand you, but I'll answer you in English because I'm very shy. <laughs> Literally, you speak it. I do understand most okay, of it, yeah. Okay, got it. Well, very cool. Now, we know that, but, you know, even if you're from Iraq, there's there could be – you got to cling on something, right? There, yeah. there could be somebody in the lineage that could have been a Syrian. I'm all for it. Yeah. So, I'm you know, all for we it. Had a relative... I represent. I represent. Whatever you need me to represent, That's I'll represent. Right. So we had we – had, uh, we, we were Literally. one day – <laughs> We were at a uh, uh, family comes over, friends and family comes over to the house. It's me and Jen sitting there. This lady's like, Pat, you ever done an Ancestry, uh, you know, dot com test before? I'm like, no, but I know what I am. You know, Armenian, Assyrian, Aramaic, all this stuff. So you just got to do the test. Uh, have you done one yet or uh, not yet? Well, I'm afraid of giving okay. I, I, yeah, I under, that's, that's what one of us was saying. So I'm like, yeah. let's, let's test it out. <clears throat> yeah. So it came out. It said 18% Italian. You? Yeah. Hundred. I get 100% So agree. I called my mom and my dad. I said, guys, who hooked up with Italian? <laughs> Mom got offended. Dad didn't yeah, understand the question. Your, your you dad just better. walks out of the room. I'm like, I just want to know where's Vinny? You know, where is a Tony? You know, I'm just looking for a Johnny. You want to give me a name? You got the dark hair. I mean, yeah. you know, you know, you I got the dark hair, the nose, the, the well, that's skin. First. And, all, that's the first. and all the interviews of mafia people. I mean, oh, yeah. kind of make But sense today now. is about you. So mm. it's great to have you on because... Uh, and, and the timing of it is kind of weird. Obviously, we're going to talk about what's going on with uh, uh, pr- the president, Trump, what they're doing to him. We'll talk about a lot of other things, your background, you know, your uh, uh, very in- interesting character right now as a lawyer. You're out there. You're tough. You're strong. You're confident. You're imposing. You're Thank pushing you. back. You're not afraid. You're relentless. You still keep a smile on your face. It's not easy to do. And I'm sure 
uh, the job that you have right now, All Eyes on You, requires you to be constantly reading, investigating, researching. At the same time, you don't want to give any kind of inclination of, you know, that they're pushing too hard and any of that stuff because you want to show that you're, you know, you got all this stuff under control. So with everything going on right now with the president, okay, I mean, we hear about Maine. We hear about Colorado. Rob, if you can pull this up with some other states that they're even thinking about it, right? So the orange uh, states, Colorado and Maine, are the ones that are officially disqualified, right? Decision appeal, disqualified, great. Green, challenge, dismiss, or rejected, don't even think about it, right? The baby blue, whatever that color is, they're not even participating. The yellows, Oregon, Nevada, California, I think uh, 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 Newsom came out and said we're not even going to be participating in that. So he kind of put that out there for whatever reason, political reasons he put. Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, Louisiana, Florida, Alaska, all these other states, we know some of them are not going to do anything with it. But those could still possibly make a push Mm -hmm. to challenge, to uh, disqualify the president for running. Is this purely a show? Is this like they're just doing this to make the voters sit there and say, oh, my God, we shouldn't vote for him? Or do they have any kind of a chance of making it hard for the president to win in 2024? Do they have? No. I mean, look at the numbers. So first, let's start with the legal part of that, right? So legally, if you say to me, Alina, legally in the Constitution, have you ever seen a case where somebody who has not been charged with insurrection, somebody who has not gone to court and been found guilty of insurrection should be disqualified based on the 14th Amendment insurrection? (laughs) If you say that to anybody who is a lawyer or a non-lawyer, the answer is very simply no. That's insane. That could never happen. But it is happening because we've seen my favorite is Maine. I like to talk about the Maine woman. She gets up and I'm not making light of it, but um, section 320, she it says insurrectionist and he said go peacefully and patriotically. So that's insurrection. And uh, because of that, I'm going to take him off myself. I mean, you want me to actually take her seriously. I look at her, I'm like, honey, no, no, no. She's not a lawyer, right, Alina? No. She's not. No. And she, I mean, it was, I I laughed. I hate to say it. I laughed. That doesn't mean it's not serious. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean we don't have to now deal with it. But when you look at even Colorado, there was dissenting opinion that was furious and said, "We're, we're doing the wrong thing. But I think we have these charged up radical left that see the poll numbers go up and are so... Uh, ignorant to the fact that they are a major part of that. This behavior, this woman is a major part of why his poll numbers go up. It's not the only part. Our country was amazing under him, uh, obviously, and we have a crazy, terribly decrepit economic situation right now, borders, fentanyl, et cetera. But um, no, but uh, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) Alina, this 14th Amendment, anytime you turn on the news, whether it's Fox, whether it's MSNBC, whether it's CNN, anywhere you go, 14th Amendment, 14th Amendment, Amendment, Section 3, Section 3, Section 3, which essentially says anyone that's running for office that has taken the oath to the Constitution, whether it's president, congressperson, senator, if they've been what? Uh, engage in insurrection or rebellion against the United States if they've taken the oath of office or supported the enemies thereof right. is no longer qualified. So that was just a- unpack this situation because the 14th was- Amendment, I, I believe, was written right after the Civil War. Can you pull it this up, Rob? Citizenship to anyone born or naturalized in the United States. Just make sense of the yeah. actual 
amendment and then this the section yeah i mean look i i I can never pretend to be an alan dershowitz or mark levin they're so epically intelligent when it comes to the constitution and i think i've earned my stripes but i will say in very simple terms this was not meant for this this was done um so that you didn't have people who are anti-american be able to take a position of office especially after war it is in an extreme scenario right it was built for the confederacy for the confederacy exactly anti-american mentality everything to make sure that we don't go back to slavery to make sure that we don't go back to things that we don't want this country to go back to having someone question election integrity having a president not someone a sitting president who makes up the entire executive branch say i'm concerned about election integrity and i see things happen at 4 a.m that don't make sense to me. I see a scale. If you look, there was a chart, right? And it shows, you know, here we go. And, that, and, and then all of a sudden, block, two boom. o'clock, boom, Biden's yeah. up. I mean, it was very strange. And you can't say that there is perfect ballots and election integrity in this country. Nobody can say that. So to bring in these cases and try and go under the 14th Amendment, and I've had case after case where they use this. Letitia James is another we can get to later. They use statutes, they use amendments that are not meant for this because of desperation. So I'm not concerned. I think that the Supreme Court is going to have to address this. I think that once they make that decision, it will put this all to an end. And Alina, if, if you're the average American sitting back, I don't care what side, you, you're, what party you're on or what side you claim, and you're watching this all play out, it's obvious what they're doing. How do you, how do you trust the justice system when it's, it's in your face that the guy that's in first place, you're trying to chop off his legs? I don't. Like, how do you even— I don't. Like, I don't. the average American, with your case and your problem, if they could do that to, to him, yeah. literally actively cheating and trying to get him wrong, how do you— how do you go to court and like, oh, I have to go to court tomorrow and trust these people? Yeah. Anybody. You know, I've heard that people and, and this is a problem that we're seeing now. People are worried about how to register to vote. They don't want to register to vote as a party voter <laughs> because they're afraid that if they're identified as a Republican or a Democrat, that they'll be treated a different way when they go to court because those are public filings. Right. Wow. So that's something that's <laughs> been a repercussion. They say, oh, my goodness, I can't be affiliated with the Republican Party. So I'm going to close the, the curtain, vote red. Wow. But I'll say that I'm independent or I just won't register to any party. It's crazy. That is so un-American. Yep. And in and, and regards to, because I, I heard you say to an interviews, all the attorney generals, district attorneys are all Soros. They, they are, back, honestly. Right? And I know, you guys, by the way, he looks, if you haven't seen Google uh, George Soros, that's the epitome of evil face. He doesn't person. look well. He's he anti-humanitarian, it, it, honestly. That, that's exactly. Elon Musk said that he, he's, he's, he wants to erode the very fabric of civilization yeah. and that he hates humanity. What do, you, what do you think, Alina, is the goal of like somebody like him, a powerful elite that just wants to destroy the country that they live in? I, I don't. It's I've been trying bizarre. to. How? It's, I think that what they're looking for, what we're seeing in Washington right now, and look, I'm, I'm a lawyer. I happen to be uh, in the political realm as an attorney, but I'm not a politician. But I will say that I deal with the DOJ. I deal with the FBI. I deal with these entities and the DAs and the AGs, and I see what they do behind closed doors. I see how they manipulate things. And I will say that there is no question that they are so self-interested that their thoughts are not about the benefit of our children. Their thoughts are not about the benefit of our economy. It's about Nancy Pelosi making $100 million off stock somehow when she's on a $180,000 salary. This is what we're in. And it's almost like a fame epidemic, I think. I think that some of these AGs and DAs and the Fannies and the Letitias, and if you look at them, 
they love having pressers. They love having press conferences. Jack Smith, they love having press conferences, getting in front, having their moment. It's almost a narcissistic. Mm -hmm. And then I got to go out there and fight the BS that they just spewed. I mean, I'll never forget the first time I had to do it off the cuff. And it's all because this guy paid money to their campaign. And now they have some promises to fulfill. And that's the opposite of Donald Trump, which is why I'm so proud to represent him. He's not bought. He's yep. not bought. Should that be allowed? Should that be allowed where, because this, this could work, you, you know, like we had uh, uh, Paul Manafort here and we're talking about lobbyists. Lobbyists are ruining America, et cetera, et cetera. Hey, you know, we shouldn't let people run for office and raise billions of dollars with these super PACs and all this other stuff and look at the kind of money that this person's raising, that person's raising. Well, let's just say we eliminate the PAC. Let's just say we eliminate lobbying. Let's just say we eliminate a, a guy like Soros funding your lawsuit. Does that make everything level playing field or should people like Soros be allowed to fund other people's lawsuit? Because if somebody like the Midas Touch, right, whatever, or the left or (laughs) CNN or these guys, right, so they may sit there and say, freaking awesome what Soros is doing. To them, he may be a hero. To many of them, maybe like what a great guy he is. He cares about democracy, right? They they may (laughs) sell something like that to the average viewer. But should that even be allowed on both sides? specifically funding other people's lawsuits? No, no. So what would happen if we, so, so do you mind walking us through it? So let's just say that doesn't happen. Yeah. Who loses, who wins? So unfortunately, here's an issue that'll come from not having financial backing through PACs, right? PACs obviously are important because running for office, running for presidency costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And you do want to level the playing field to some regard to make sure that everybody can compete fairly, right? You don't want to have Trump's a billionaire and uh, let's, you know, Chris Christie is, <laughs> you know, has a hundred grand. So we, he is not going to be able to compete, right? I want Chris Christie to be able to try and compete with Trump. Pack. And I want them to say, look, you all have funding. Vivek, a lot of funding. The numbers are just not where Trump is. So at the end of the day, I don't think it necessarily hurts us. What hurts us is this legal backing, the AGs and DAs. That's where I say you have no business putting money into the legal system, meaning judicial, the FBI, the DOJ, backing them. Letitia James, you know, they're all politicians and they get backed and then they have to keep promises. So I don't like that. Now, something for president, something that major, I don't see how they could do it without it. Um, But In terms of these individual states having political backing, that concerns me because you're seeing targeting and I'm I'm there in court. And the targeting you hear about in the media is nowhere near as bad as it actually is, I can assure you. She campaigned on basically prosecuting Trump. That was her that was her campaign message. But back to Pat's question, you know, you hear uh, campaign finance reform, the Citizens United ruling under Justice Roberts and what uh, early 2000, 2008, I want to say whatever it was. How much of a factor is that in all this? For me, not. Um, I I stay out of the campaign. I intentionally am not hired by the campaign. So I, you know, you can choose to stay out of it. I think that's a good example, right? I am not a campaign person. I don't want to be on the campaign right now. That's not where my best use of time is. If I were on the campaign and I was backed by one of these campaign finances or some donor for President mm-hmm. Trump, right, and I was getting paid that way. Um, people would, I think, discredit some of what I say. And I think that's just a choice. Are we going to stop it? The reality is, no, 
We're not. There's no. They try and reform it. They try. Reformed. I mean, I, I think they're trying to be as as expo. Uh, you know, they're trying to expose as much as they can, and you can do your research and do it and look at who's giving to who and what. But I don't know. I don't know that it will ever happen, to be honest. I mean, the country is a political country. In a mm -hmm. way, that's what makes us a democracy, right? Because we do have politics, and it's gotten completely out of control. And isn't the entire premise of that, and you'll, you'll <laughs> way yeah. more of an expert than, than us on oh, this. Oh, I'm not a campaign that, expert. No, but you understand means. law, and I mean, this is your lawyer yeah. you're representing Donald Trump. <laughs> isn't it the fact that corporations are people? Yeah. Isn't that what essentially the, the argument is yeah. with, at Citizens United? Yeah, they are people. They are people and they have voices and they also have a lot of money. But, you know, I think it's up to the candidates. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. You can get – somebody could fund me and say, here, I'm giving you a billion dollars to run for president and I'm going to fund you. But if I'm not going to be one of those puppets. Like that's just not who I am. I never would be. Mm -hmm. uh, president Trump never would be. He wouldn't come in and be like, I promise to make you – it's just not who he is. I know that because he, he treats us all that way. You know, I, I had to earn my stripes with him. He, you have to earn respect mm -hmm. and nothing you do, uh, you know, will give him that. No check writing will do that for him. So I will say um, there are others like Pelosi's and Schumer's mm -hmm. that make me concerned, whether it's corporate, whether it's, uh, you know, some entity that's looking for for wokeness and to tra to transition your children at two years old you know i i can't have that i mean but they'll do some of them will sign their life away for anything so so it's, it's interesting you said that about pelosi i think we need to give her proper respect rob if you can pull up uh, uh some of the uh, you know the, the greatest uh, stock pickers of 2023 yeah, she will be upset because she dropped she's she dropped she off dropped? No, she dropped she's gonna be upset with this report go ahead can you pull oh, it all no. the way down to the numbers rob Keep going, keep going, keep going. Here's who led the way in 2023 in stocks held and the returns in 2023. Look all the way at the top. Can you zoom in a little bit? Brian, we got to properly recognize these guys. Brian Higgins, 238% rate of return mm. in 2023. Democrat. Mark Green, 122. Republican. Garrett Graves, David Rouser, all above 100%. Seth Malton. Uh, Ron Wyden, Joel Rutherford, uh, Richard Blumenthal, 68, Pelosi, 60. She dropped off. I mean, she, that's oh, very disappointing. God. She's not number nine. She, she's in the top ten, but I'm sure. Her still. intel knowing, must not have been there for yeah, this year. Knowing, yeah. Uh, yeah. knowing how yeah. competitive she is, she's probably <laughs> very frustrated with this list. But going back to it, you said, you know, the whole idea about, you know, uh, you got to earn your stripes working with him. Okay, you're young, and President Trump's been around the block. God knows how many lawyers he's hired over the years. You know, we've had friends that have worked with him, high standards, high expectation, yeah. driving everybody around him. He's a guy that sells. He's a guy that drives. He's a guy that pushes, challenges, all of that, right? How do you earn your stripes with a guy like uh, President Trump? I would say there's two things. Um, number one, you have to work hard. I, there's not an easy day since I've started working with the president. Um, he, he doesn't like lazy. Uh, there's obviously a tremendous amount of, I hate to use this word, but grifters, there's a lot of grifters around and we see them, we feel them. It's, um, tough to be around, but he sees through that. And sometimes we don't catch them, you know, and they come out and bite us, but you have to work hard. You can't be there for the ride for free to just come on and use his name. And you can't avoid them all the time. But I think he knows with me, look, I, I was 
a member at his club before I worked for him. I always say that. I, I like people to know that because I like to say that I earned my stripes prior to President Trump. I was independently uh, successful and always worked hard. I graduated college in three years. I started a firm when I was in my 20s. I, that's who I am. Um, and those people are very different than the people who are not known, um, get to know him, and then hop on the bandwagon. You know, that's just different. And they can earn their stripes and he'll respect that. But you got to work hard. You got to work hard. It doesn't hurt that I win cases. That helps. <laughs> you know, winning always helps. He doesn't uh, want anybody on his team representing him that's, you know, going to keep failing, of course. Um, so that helped. I won my first case with him very quickly and it kind of went from there. And then um, outside of that, I think loyalty. It's something he talks about all the time. But loyalty in not a cryptic mafia way. I hate using that word because people then say, look at this person. Now they're in jail because they were too loyal. Like, no, just loyalty, meaning you're not here to use him and then go somewhere else. You're here because you want to be, because you believe in it and you're loyal to that cause. And the cause for me is America is my children. So that's my loyalty. And he knows that my, my goal is not uh, anything but that. So how much do you think, well, let me phrase it this way. You're capable, you're smart, you're intelligent, you're loyal. You have all the qualifications, but you're also a, an attractive woman. Yeah. You know, we saw what happened with Johnny Depp when, you know, Amber Heard's on the on the stand. And Johnny Depp's lawyer, female, capable, amazing. Right. There's just a different dynamic when a woman is questioning a woman or a woman is basically representing a man. You know, say what you will about Trump, alpha man. Right. You know, you, you, you would suspect he picks an alpha guy. But he picks yeah. a feminine, smart, capable woman. Right. How much of you being an attractive, smart woman do you think played into a role in this? To him or in the public? Because I can tell you it's been a double-edged sword. Yeah, both. It's been something I have had to deal with in the positive and in the negative. I don't think I would be on TV or sitting here if I didn't look the way I look. I think I caught attention. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very honest about that, and, and I don't mind. I'm, an, I'm not a feminist, mm -hmm. okay? I believe in strong women, but I'm, I want my door opened. I, I am very much an old school, my parents are Middle Eastern, old school woman. I, mm -hmm. I, when I'm at home, I cook, I, I have a husband, I respect, I know how to turn it off. But do I not think that if, um, you know, so I'll, I'll tell you something. Somebody said to me, Alina, would you rather be, um, would you rather be smart or pretty? And I said, oh, easy, pretty. I can fake being smart. <laughs> but, I meet him all the time, Lena. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the honest truth. And it's going to make me, yeah. you know, I'm sure there'll be some so Washington Post article about it tomorrow. Daily Beast, my favorite. But uh -uh. listen, like, you have to be honest. It doesn't hurt to be good looking in this world, in the PR world, on TV. It doesn't hurt. Mm -hmm. And when you're good looking, that's great, but it can also mean people think you're stupid or people think that President Trump hired me because I was good looking. That is absolutely not the case. And um, I've won cases, many cases for him. I've won many cases before him. I represent other, other people. I've owned my own law firm. I'm independently, like I said, I, I'm a hard worker. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's a combination of both. And if anybody wants to pretend otherwise, then you're just being silly. Now, when you said double-edged sword, yeah. obviously anyone that represents Trump, or Trump himself, the media is just going to try to eviscerate. Destroy Do you. you think that the media has maybe treated you a little bit more fairly because you're a woman? You know, believe all women, everything that's going on in the media, mm, the feminist no. movement. <laughs> you think they've been harder on you or and equally? When I first started, they were awful. 
I remember the first hit piece I got. Uh, there was the Daily Beast um, did an article on me, Jose Palgieri. And it was probably two days in or two months into me actually working for him. And it said the one Trump lawyer everybody hates. And they talked <laughs> about how they thought I was hired because I was pretty, how the rest of the attorneys at uh, Trump Org and on the Trump team didn't like me. All probably true, by the way. He, he definitely had sources. There were quotes. Um, and at that moment, I have to tell you, it was the hardest. I, I remember laying on the floor. I'm a human being. I laid on the floor in my office in Bedminster. I shut the door and I cried. And I was mm. like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. Really? And I'm a tough cookie. But um, I remember what I did was I was in court on the attorney general case when it was still a special proceeding. It was, it's been going on for three years. And I saw Jose Palgieri in the back row. And he can attest to this. <laughs> I walked right up to him and I said, you wrote the nastiest, nastiest hit piece on me. Damn. And he goes, he was shocked. And I said, I don't appreciate it. And my family doesn't appreciate it. And I said, when you actually want to get to know me, you let me know. Wow. And since then, yeah, there it is. There's the first there. What's the date on that? I can't even see. November 2nd, 20, what was it? 22. 2020. No, but it was published March March 21st, 22. March 21st. So I had been working with him for almost, for a few months, almost six months. And um, I got ridiculed. Yeah, her name is... Out, almost out of nowhere, relatively unknown. That's so not true. I had cases that were in the news prior um, that were big cases. And, you know, it's just crazy. But he, to this day, is somebody now I speak to, Jose. Mm-hmm. He'll still write some hit pieces, but he got to know me. And he won't write them like that. <laughs> That's great. You held him accountable. Respect. Good for you. La- last question on this topic, because this fascinates me. Yeah. How you can be attractive and feminine and capable but also balance being this is a, a woman. Question, this is a personal yeah. question. He's it looking is. For a wife, but, so. so does our audience. Looking I for think. a wife. How do you? I, I, I asked. Yeah, hook me up. <laughs> I asked the same question to Candace Owens. I asked the same. But you know, the, the two don't, don't have to be mutually exclusive. You can be an attractive and you can be a businesswoman. Mm-hmm. How do you balance that? I think, like I said, you have to have boundaries. There has to be a place where you're feminine and you're. And, and by the way, I'm still feminine. I wore a pink suit to court in the attorney mm-hmm. general case and did a press conference. It was on one of the ones that was most um, put on. And look, part of my brand, if I even have a brand yet, but brand is that I like to dress well. I like nice things. I don't feel like I have to wear a plain blue suit and a turtleneck and put mm-hmm. my hair in a ponytail. It's not who I am. I used to work in fashion. I love that part of me. So why do I have to, you know, I get, I put a post up for instance, this is a good example. I put a post up. I was at a UFC fight and, um, I was Beautiful wearing necklace. a dress. You had a nice oh, yeah, necklace I love that thing. I did not see that one coming. So I, I, I go up there and I'm wearing a dress. I'm 39 years old. I'm not wearing a dress down to my ankles. I'm not wearing a turtleneck. I'm going to dress my age. And they, how dare you dress like that? You're Trump's lawyer. And I just want to say to all those people, I'm a human being. I have a husband. I have a life. And I'm 39. I'm going to be who I am. Now, I'm obviously respectful. I'm not going to come out looking like, you know, you don't want to encourage bad comments. But 
I am who I am and I own it. And at the end of the day, I think the most important person is when you're with your family at home and, and who that person is. And that is a much more feminine person, unfortunately on the phone too much, but much more feminine person who cooks, who wants to have a husband take care of her and not be in charge. Um, and, and I know my place, by the way, when I'm with a team of older lawyers who have a hard time with young females and that happens. And I know that there's sometimes I have to be more submissive, but I know when the time is, you know, and that's, that's the key in front of the TV. No, forget it. I March am, 20, I am. March, I'm barking. March 25th, March 25th is, is, Aries, is right? my 40th birthday. Coming up. Oh, wow. You excited yeah. about it? I, I always thought I'd be depressed about it. And now I'm like, I've done more in 40 years than some people have done in their lifetime. So yeah. I'm really happy. I'm proud. I'm excited to see. You ought to be. You're doing yeah. great. Thank you. So, so let's, let's stay on this topic with uh, specifically. We started off with this topic. We went all over the place. I feel like we got to know you a little bit, but let's go back to the topic. So, okay, Colorado out, mm-hmm. Maine out. They got a few more left that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. How, how ugly could this get? The reason why I ask this question, this, I don't know if you guys uh, have followed this story or not. This year is... The biggest election year in the history of the world. Election year. 40 elections happen at the same time. The largest Christian nation, the two largest Muslim nations, all at the same time. 40 plus countries, 3.2 billion people will be voting this year. We'll be able to vote this year. 44 billion, 44 trillion dollars of GDP all this year, right? So we're talking Pakistan, election this year. India, election this year. U.S., election this year. Belgium, I can go on. There's 40 countries, elections this year, right? When there is so many, you know, things going on, the people who have had control behind closed doors that we don't know, what do they fear? They fear losing control, okay? And, And the number one piece amongst all these 40 Elections going on around the world, 3.2 billion people potentially voting. The number one domino, not the second domino, the number one domino is a guy named Donald Trump. Okay, so if he gets elected, the people who control can't control him. Correct. Because a lot of these other guys can be controlled. So for a voter that's sitting that looked at Vox came out and said 55 percent chance Trump's going to be the president. Vox is not a conservative side. They're liberal. They're predicting saying 55% chance Trump's going to end up being president this year. So walk us through. I call 2023 the year of investigations. I called this a year and a half ago. It was all investigations 2023. I'm calling this the new year of chaos. I think it's going to be chaotic. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. How crazy, how chaotic could it get? Or do you think, no, it's going to be pretty, you know, temper tantrums. Oh, you know, Nevada's coming out and they're going to oh, so coming out there. They're just yapping and screaming and hollering. Or could it actually get very, very ugly for the American people to brace for impact? I mean, I I wish I could give – this is what I always say. Look, I know a lot more facts than I can share, and the facts are good. So meaning the witch hunts, let's start there, right? So the number one way that we've seen them try and take him down, the chess piece, is through uh, legal – legal cases. And that is what I know. And without getting into facts that I know that'll come out, um, it's no different than any other case. When you know the facts as an attorney and you know what actually happened behind closed doors and you know what he did and didn't do, not what the press is saying he did, not what the Jack Smiths are saying he did or want you to believe he did, the real facts, the fear level comes down a lot. Then it becomes... Very simple. 
we have to be able to fight a corrupt organization. That's what it is. It's corrupt. Um, and, and that's where my fear only lies in that, you know, I'm in front of judges that we can give them the facts and they are clean. Look at my last trial I just ended. But if you have a judge who wants to get Trump, wants to take him down, wants to be a part of taking the chess piece down. If you have this main woman, I don't even know her name. That's how, how little I care. What's her name? No. Whatever. You have this woman wanting to be a lawyer, wanting to be a part of this liberal radical movement. And we don't have the ultimate court, the Supreme Court, check these people. That's when we're in trouble. But I do still have faith in the Supreme Court. So I think that right now for Donald Trump for taking that piece off, it all goes, frankly, up to the Supreme Court because everything we're talking about is wow. election interference. Thank God, yeah. Listen, there what is. Pechman. Oh, what a genius. No, no, no. What I'm, go ahead. Please yeah, 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 finish. Yeah, I want to yeah, finish your would, thoughts yeah. and I have a follow up for you. Yeah. But I think that we have to remember that everything we're worried about with Trump is legal. There's a reason his lawyer is his spokeswoman. It's because it's all being used in courts and through laws, constitution. It all goes up to the Supreme Court. And I really believe there is a checks and balances still that still exists in this country. Um, the executive branch, you know, is one person, but we all know that there's 100 other people behind it right now. But the Supreme Court stands independently. And that's on purpose. And that's where our founding, founding fathers created it. So I believe that they will handle it. I believe that, they, look, what Jack Smith just got shut down, he was trying to rush. They said, nope. So as long as they stay firm, I have no fear. Because I will not win every case. Let me be very clear. You cannot. You cannot. You have people that are not listening to what you're saying. I'll get in court and I will say there were no victims. Deutsche Bank made money. Letitia James is using a completely inappropriate statute. Here's the facts. And here's a Nobel executive uh, expert who's going to tell you that this is complete BS. And the judge will go, no, that's fine. I'm going to lose. That's fine. But I need the Supreme Court to, to be the one that has the reason, the, the one that holds America together right now. That's where I think this country needs to be strong. So, so um, uh, okay, by the way, just think about it. He, so Trump's first president that flips three seats, right? Yeah. Say he doesn't. That's all I was going to ask. <laughs> if he doesn't flip those three seats, you're asked out. Yeah. Literally, right? I yeah, mean, if you, you, screwed. Yeah, you're screwed. You, there's yeah. nothing, by the way, nothing he can. So paint a picture. Say the Supreme Court is you know, 6-3 the other way around, whatever, 5-4, 3 the other way around, okay? Mm -hmm. And you don't have any protection there. How ugly could it have gotten for pre the president if Supreme Court was the other way flipped 6-3? Look, if, if they have it their way, they would have him in jail. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If you need me to say it, I'll say it. It's absolutely true. They would have wow. him in jail because they can't, the movement, the American movement, it's not a MAGA movement. It's an American movement. It's people afraid of losing our country. And it's a movement because we're, I'm scared. I'm scared of what I've seen, you know? And that is uh, the problem. And that's why they get behind Trump. So if you can't beat him, if you're worried that stealing an election may get screwed up, what else do you do? You put your opponent in jail. And that's... You, you tell me that Jack Smith, Fannie, D.A. Alvin Bragg, uh, Letitia James, you tell me that those people wouldn't have a private party 
if Donald Trump was in jail? Of course. That's sick. Overnight. That's sick. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. But, 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 but go there. Go. So now flip it. So st- strategy. Let's mm-hmm. talk about strategy is th- they're not dumb. Right. So they know they don't have Supreme Court. They, they know it. They, they don't have it. Right. Right. So you're pushing Maine, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Do, are they celebrating saying, oh, look what we did. Oh, we impeached the president. So many, he's the most impeached president of all time. Hey, look at Colorado, Maine, try to remove off the ballot. But you failed. <laughs> Do, are they thinking that that's helping them? Are they that Should dumb be. to think that going about trying to get them off Maine and Colorado but failing is a victory? Like. They're not dumb. These are not dumb uh, manipulators. So how do they see that as a victory knowing Supreme Court doesn't have their back? Well, that's the thing. I don't think that they're all working in tandem all the time. I think the individual from Maine was not being very bright, to be honest. I think that that was a silly move, and it's going to flip people. Colorado, I mean, the minute they said he was off the ballot, the reaction is, oh, we could win Colorado. Like, you know, that's, they're not understanding. I don't know. You're right, they're not dumb. But I think their point is to disrupt and concern and make everyone scared that this person's a predator. He's a fraudster with banks. He's a this, he's a that. Insurrectionist. Insurrectionist. You know, I have a trial coming up. Same thing. They're going to do the woman card again. And it's like, they just don't stop. Now, again, another funded lawsuit. Reed Hoffman funding that lawsuit. Um, LinkedIn. LinkedIn. He funded the first one. And then I think he dropped out or whatever. But this is all legal warfare. At the end of the day, they aren't that bright because people want to make a name for themselves. And I think they thought they were go- I'll be honest with you. I think they thought we're all going to do it. We're going to attack and we're going to make it happen before the 2024 election. These cases are years and years old. They're from when he was president, some of them. And Georgia, for instance, you waited years. Letitia James, three years I've been on that case. That case was in a special proceeding for three years. The minute they filed the complaint, they wanted the case in six months. So they want to destroy credibility in his business which is where everybody has confidence in President Trump because the country was run like a business. They want to destroy him with women. My Bergdorf Goodman case coming up. He'll get, you know, money damages, another judge that's anti-Trump. We will see the whole thing. And then we they want to destroy him criminally, make you believe he's a criminal and anti-American, insurrectionist, anti-American. They want to hit him on all fronts. And by the way, we don't even know what the October surprise is going to be. I feel like I've been in an October surprise for a year. But they're trying to hit you so that you lose faith in him. But what they're forgetting is you're so obvious that we have more faith in him because he hasn't quit. I would have quit. I mean, he has not quit. He has not come down. He has not stopped talking. He has not become more reserved. He is who he is. And uh, and I, I'm not worried in that regard, but I'm telling you, they would try and put him in jail. So, um, Rob, can you pull up that article? Uh, the, the article, the first article we covered uh, two days ago, uh, that America wants a strong, tough. You know, uh, you know which one I'm talking about. If you just type down, it'll come up. So, story came out. Uh, left, right, center doesn't matter. Only reason I'm showing this to you is because some of the people that are going to watch this podcast. Uh, uh, okay, go lower, go lower, and, and so look at this chart here. Across the political spectrum, Americans seek tough leaders who will crack down. Okay, so you'll see the dark green, strongly agree, agree, disagree, strongly disagree. And then you'll see on the left, the categories they have a strong Democrat, not strong, lean Democrat, independent, lean Rep- Republican, et cetera, all the way to the bottom. Obviously, on the, all the way to the bottom, what do you notice? Yeah. 90% agree that 
America seeks a tough leader that will crack down, okay, all the way at the bottom. A strong Democrat, though, is still 59%. Yeah. They strongly agree or agree, yeah. okay? Only 42% disagree and strongly disagree. By the way, that is catastrophic. <laughs> Nothing about this category represents Joe Biden, because if you go all the way to the top of the article, <laughs> mm-hmm. go all the way to the top of the article. So it says, what are the key words? Strong. Biden is not strong. Rough. Biden is not no. rough, except when he's going down the stairs. <laughs> anti Anti-democratic <laughs> leader. Okay, they would call Biden a democratic leader, let's just say. And the way they wrote this article, obviously it's a little bit of a wordsmithing and kind of manipulation that's going with it. But do you think America's kind of sitting there saying, what are you guys doing? Yeah. You think even some of the people on the left are sitting there saying, what do you think you're doing to this guy? Like, we yeah. don't even like the guy, but you're making us like the guy. You're making us like You're making us like yeah. the guy that we didn't like, you know, four or five years ago. You think that's kind of happened in America? A lot of people say that to me all the time. Like, we we were on the fence or we were left and now we're not. And you see that a lot with especially minorities or people that feel like they are unfairly prosecuted and come into this country from other countries where they've seen the banana republic. A lot of those people, like my family, get more behind Trump because we know where this is going. We know where this is going. Now, it's not a joke. You know, TikTok destroying our children's mentality and lack of strong home base, lack of faith is destroying our culture. And once you dis- you dismantle all of that, mm-hmm. we're easily manipulated. And we believe that a man that can't walk and eats ice cream is not being backed <laughs> by Obama, who's still in Washington. I mean, I'm not a conspiracy person. I'm oh. not. But I'm not a stupid person. And I know that man can't run the country. And I know when Epstein's list comes out and one name's blacked out and Bill Clinton's been doing, you know, was we saw it yesterday. He likes right? them young. He likes too, them huh? young. What? Why are they not in jail? <laughs> You're a pedophile. That's yeah. called a pedophile. Yep. So this is where our country is headed. And I do think that people that come from um, other countries that are were not necessarily wealthy or came from third world countries and come to this country the right way, by the way. Yeah. When they come to this country the right way, they appreciate what we have and they're afraid of losing it and they're holding on to it strong and they realize mm-hmm. Donald Trump's the only way we're going to keep well, it. So, and, and you Alina, said the uh, – oh, real quick because on this thing. You said a key word right there, and I don't want to skip it. You said manipulated. Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people in America feel like they've been manipulated. Let me unpack that. You know, they say, like, fool me once, yeah. you know, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I feel like there's a lot of people in America, especially swing voters. A president in the past said it in a different way, and I thought it was more uh, entertaining. Uh, fool me once. Uh, a sh- <laughs> hey, uh, I can't get fooled again. Can't get it. You know what I'm saying, Shout everybody. Out. Yeah. <laughs> War criminal, but go ahead. Shout out to Kyle yeah. for that one. But I feel like a lot of people in America feel like they've been fooled, mm-hmm. and they're not going to let it happen again. What do I mean? We all know what the media has done. And a lot of this has basically sort of been exasperated since COVID, whether it's COVID, whether it's the jab, whether it's, you know, trust the science, China. whether it's Fauci, whether it's what's going on on the woke left, mm-hmm. what we're seeing going on with Hamas and the Hamas brigade going on mm-hmm. out there, whether it's the trans stuff, all this stuff with the feminist stuff, everything. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a lot of just normal Americans, people that have voted, voted for George W. Bush, that have voted for Biden, that have voted, I'm sorry, yeah. for, for Obama, that have voted for Trump. They flip, they flip, they flip, they flip. Americans are bipolar. The, every four to eight years, they vote for somebody else. But that's There's okay. a lot of them. It's yeah. totally fine. Yeah. 
It's the American way. I mean, I'm talking about the people in Michigan, talking right. about the people in Pennsylvania, the people in Wisconsin, swing states, battleground right. states. I feel like there's a lot of people basically saying, you guys got me the first time on Trump. All the Mexicans are raping. Okay. You know, uh, all the stuff that they put out there, all, you know, good people on both sides, all the media. I feel like they're hip to the game now. Yeah. And I feel like they're looking at the situation right now and they're like, not a fan of Trump necessarily, the personality, what have you. But what I'm seeing over here on the left, I just can't condone. And I mean, I'm one of those people who are like, yeah. yeah. But I feel like at this point, we do see that we're, we're, we're losing our values. We're he campaigned for Joe Biden just three yeah. years ago. Just, just, In a dress. Yeah. <laughs> Not just nonetheless. I never campaigned yeah. anybody. Zero. I don't love any politics. By the way, I don't like politics. Yeah, I don't, Can I, don't, I, be honest I, don't I don't bow to any politics. No. But, 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 but it's, but it's impo- a part of our but country. She has by to by the, way, the truth, Pat. But, but I'm, the, you may yeah. be the most important person at the table. Yeah. Always. Because I mean, but, we, we did a $1,000 bet on who was going to win the election last time. And he voted. And he won, yeah, in 2020. Just so you know. Wow. So yeah, that's so. So for him to go from there to where he's at now—that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's the point of America. I just, I, I followed the money. The odds were Joe Biden was the favorite. Whoever the favorite is in Vegas. I'm going to take yeah, the Okay, so if you're going to put, hang on, yes. so you're going to say something like that. No, you're but going to be held true. accountable. Hang on a second. <laughs> Fine. So did I you. Wasn't a did Trump it, no, no, wait a, wait a minute. You followed the money because yes. of Vegas odds. Great. But did you also vote the same way with Vegas odds? Yes. Yes, so you also voted. That's not following the money. You can follow the money and vote the other way if it's just about the money. You also didn't want to vote for Trump. Thank you, Pat, for bringing it up for a thousand times. I really appreciate well, because that, publicly, no, I gave you a thousand bucks. Okay, I gave you a thousand bucks on a ten thousand bucks for yeah. that bet. Follow yeah, the money. But, but, but the but point. Thank the, you. I'm sure the, the audience had no but idea. But if you follow the money now, yes. Hunter Biden's money goes right into That's Biden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. FYI, FYI, the whole point is yes. Millions of people, believe it or not, feel like he does. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I'm telling you, millions of people yeah. feel like he does, and it's because of what they're doing. It's because so of what they're you. doing. Yeah. yeah. That's my point. That's the point that I'm making. Is there's a lot of people who are like, yeah, I don't know, I don't like either of them. I mean, look, let's be clear. Nobody wants to see a Trump-Biden rematch. I'm just letting you know. Mm-hmm. But based on this rematch, there's a lot of people being like, I'll take Trump. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. They'll hold their nose. I don't You've think heard it'll be thing. Biden. I don't trust them that it'll be no. Biden. Everyone no. says that. I don't. And, and, and everyone's going to keep saying sneaky. that. And well, then in November, you're going to well, have a choice well, of Biden-Trump. Yeah. Well, and, and, and then we're st- still being in this. Uh, when By the way, look at the odds there. Trump is Trump one now. Yeah. Biden's two. Remember, yeah, Haley's look at three. You remember how Gavin's and, moving and up? By the way, this is Vegas. Yes. The snake by the is way, moving. Biden was number one until literally today. Yeah, no, well, we, we have Michelle is sixth. Michelle, is, Michelle sixth. is still in the mix. So, Selena, so in regards to, we keep hearing election interference. Yeah. When you hear that, and I, oh, I love doing this, it's called cheating. Okay? Yes, it is. Thank you. Thank I, I'm, you. I'm tired of hearing Blaming. election interference. And by the way, the left has been doing it. And say what you want. They always blame. They always blame our side. Russian collusion they tried with the DNC where Hillary... Don't even get me started. Don't even get me... All the impeachment, (laughs) all that BS crap. Okay, if this tactic that they're doing right now with everything that you're involved with uh, fails and he's allowed to be on the ballot, Mm -hmm. the left plays to win. They'll stop at nothing. What other tactic or tactics... 
you think they would use? Because we're seeing, we saw the movie Leave the World Behind. It's almost like they're letting us know cyber attack might happen. They've warned us about pandemic number oh, yeah, two. China, the China Tra- virus number the, two. Yeah, China virus number two. What, what's the other? So scare other, tactics. What, uh, open border. So if a terrorist attack, if it comes And they're going to vote, by the way. Those 100, 1,000%. All those migrants are voting. Uh, 1,000%. Yeah. So, Lena, if it Ridiculous. comes down to it where they're like, oh, crap, none of the stuff with the, the law is working and we're getting close. Do you think that they are willing to pull the trigger on something else to disrupt the election? People have told me you should be worried that they're going to actually try and kill him. I was just going to ask you that, too. How how scared is he? How worried is he? Because no, he's, not. The, he's not because his he has his own security, correct? But it's not about security. It's about you don't think people have been trying that yeah. for I mean, now since 2015, he is not a fearful man, right? He's not. At the end of the day, it's not about how much security he has. Look, if somebody wants to hurt somebody, they will. Um, I've had people try and kill me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm his lawyer. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You you know, crazy people writing letters. I'm going to kill you when I get out of jail. I'm going to come after you. And this guy raped and killed a five-year-old. He's in some Tennessee jail. You know, I've had to file a criminal. It's crazy the world we're in right now. Mm -hmm. But that's my point. Like, desperation makes you crazy. So I don't think they'll stop at anything. Um, I think that at the end of the day, they will, like I said, try and put him in jail. They'll try anything they can. But more importantly, it's our election integrity that concerns me. Because let's say he's still on the ballot. Let's say he's in jail. Let's say all those things happen. We have to go vote. So what's the last step? What's the last step then? Mail-in ballots, migrants voting, no voter ID, and the states have to handle that. He can't handle it. The states have to handle that. And I really wish they would start really getting a grip on it. I always say, why can't we have clear ID for voting? Like, I go to the the airport. I have clear ID. I go in there. They scan my eyes. I got one ticket. I vote. That's it. No one's screwing with it. The machines aren't shut down. Isn't that machine racist, though? I I was just going to say, you're you're talking about IDs. I don't know if you've been keeping up with the news. It's racist because apparently the left thinks black people in Georgia don't know how to get IDs, so that's racist to think that they sh- they they, they well, would know how to get. Guess what? Then do you are you actually prepared to vote for the person who's running your country, making economic decisions, keeping us out of war, yep. things like that? Like, look, there has to be a level. There's a reason we don't allow children to vote. You know, it, you have to be smart. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, not everyone's always going to be included. It's America. We're not, you know, we have rules, we have laws, we have regulations. We can't act like those regulations make you a racist, make you, um, you know, you, you're you not saying the correct pronoun, therefore you hate humanity. Like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. Alina, this, this ID situation, yeah. I, we don't need to spend a lot of time on it, but it boggles my mind. Yeah. I got to show my ID if I'm going to buy liquor. I right. got to show my ID if I'm going to go to a club. I gotta show, anything, you need ID. Yeah. Sorry. Voting? Like the number one thing that you could do as a citizen is vote. Yeah, I think that's why is it such a sticking point where it's racist to have an ID. You can't expect because they can't cheat. I don't understand the ID bullshit. You can't cheat. (laughs) Exactly. You can't cheat. Oh my god. You can't (laughs) cheat. It's very simple. Why? Why can't we get ID to vote for the president of this country? Well, we can, mm-hmm. but they don't want us to. Yeah, that's why the border is has been for the past four years. As Makes we speak no right sense. now, Alina, right now, oh. the border completely open, 8 million people in. And guess what? Those people, when they come in, you know what they tell them? Joe Biden did this, Democrat. 
Go in. They probably yeah. give them a voting thing when they pass go and go like, you're going to check blue. Yeah. Okay. They give them a cell this phone, is dude. why you're here. Here's your cell phone. Here's a hotel room in New York. 100%. And here's your voting. Here's your ballot. I want you to take this and maybe three more copies, put it in the mail, and you're going to help us steal the election. I agree. I think that's what could be happening. Yep. I do. Can I go back to what Pat was discussing with the Tell Supreme me. Court? Because this is really what it comes down to, right? Yeah. I'm going to try so, this, by the way. Yeah, go for it's it. Amazing. It'll jack you up. And it's cucumber, so you're in the Middle Eastern. You're going to love it. <laughs> so the good. Supreme Court, right? It's really good. The Supreme Court. Um, we've seen what's happened in Colorado. That was a month or so ago. Yeah. Maine is a week ago, whatever yeah. it is. You know, Rob pulled up the uh, the image of there's a dozen other states that are considering moving Trump yeah. about. I think 17 to be exact. Right. So walk us through what it means to be the Supreme Court, because they're not going to hear yeah, all these time. court. No, cases they'll make one decision. Sing- exactly. Yeah, they'll make. So one they're going to set a national president That's law right. of the land. Here's what I learned about the Supreme Court from PBD and kudos to PBD. 2020. Pat starts the podcast. We're doing it. They're talking about, uh, you guys don't understand how big of a deal it is that they flip these Supreme Court justices. Yeah. And then we started hearing things like, well, Democrats, Joe Biden's are going to pack the court. They're going to pack the court, right? There's nine justices. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Well, they're going to go up to 11. They're going up to 13. People are like, how the hell do you even pack no, the they court? They wanted to add. I, I'm like, what the hell is this even all about? The Supreme Court packing the court? We're learning things. We're like, what is this going down here? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's a 6-3, right? So, you know, on the, there's a liberal side of things. You've got uh, Sotomayor and you've got yeah. Kagan. And then you have sort of the the, the, the right. you got the uh, Clarence Thomases of the yeah. world and you got the Alitos of the world. But then you have sort of, let's just say, more moderate, moderate whether it's um, uh, Comey Barrett or mm-hmm. whether it's Gorsuch or whether mm-hmm. it's the Supreme Court Justice mm-hmm. Roberts, whatever. But at the end of the day, Trump appointed the people who are the moderates, the Gorsuch, mm-hmm. the Amy Comey Barrett. Yeah. So if this does go to the Supreme Court, yeah. Walk us through how this works, the vision of this, because hear, it's 6-3. This, this is what's going to happen. It's not really about the other states, right? You asked me about these other states could do it. It's not going to matter at this point because we just, yes, I think it was yesterday or two days ago, uh, filed with the Supreme Court for Colorado, um, Maine, obviously, on appeal. But one decision needs to be made because they're all trying, and Maine tried to do it under some small section, I guess, or whatever it is. But we just have to have acknowledgement as to what the rules and regulations are here. To me, it's not something I'm worried about because it's so obvious. It's so clear cut. There's due process. Mm-hmm. There's an antiquated and completely misplaced 14th Amendment being used. There's there's just basics here that haven't happened that a decision that he could be off the ballot at this point, at this point, right. to me, would be mind-blowing. So I'll be honest with you. You you obviously have concerns about all the other states. and I don't. I think the Supreme Court is going to see it. I'm not worried about if you're uh, moderate or if you're left because I think this is one of those really clear-cut mm-hmm. constitutional issues that um, – should just be hands down. And you know, how decide. can you remove someone from that? Like Supreme Court. Yeah. He hasn't been found guilty of everything. You can right. think that it was an insurrection all no. you want. Yeah, okay? it was a headline but, for them. And sure, I think but that he, hasn't, fa- he hasn't been found guilty of anything. Of, he hasn't even been charged with okay, right. that. Yeah. Like, I mean, so how never mind guilty. Some, you're not, not even charged. That's my, that's my point here. So like you're talking that's about due process. That's why I'm not concerned. He hasn't been yeah. charged. He hasn't been found guilty. None of it. Right. But... Yeah, it's how desperate. do they it's remove called, someone I know from you're, a ballot? You're struggling. You're struggling to understand something because it's a point <laughs> it's of desperation. <laughs> Listen, guys, we're working no, on it. You know we're why? To improve, you know we're why? To because we're to outlast because <clears throat> facts, common sense don't apply. So think desperation, and that will get you there. Hail Mary. You know. Okay? You know what I would say to you. To to me, this is going to end up making for 
one of the greatest movies you'll ever watch in 10 <laughs> I years. I know. Okay, wow. I'm telling you right now. I know. I, I, I always say that. Yeah. I'm like, is there going to be a we, documentary, we, you think? I, I think it's going to be a movie or a doc. And <laughs> yeah. if it's a doc, it'll be like a 10, two-season type yeah, of yeah, deal. Yeah. But because what, what could end up happening, history's going to, you know, validate. History uh, will be kind to him. No, uh, you know, yeah. Churchill said, history will be kind to me for I intend to write it, right? So right. he's writing it. But th- the part that you have to be also thinking about is... He's not campaigning right now. He's, He's not out there. But this may be by far the biggest campaign donation help in the world, <laughs> if you time. think about it. Yeah. One time, Joe, when they were going after Joe, okay, Rogan, when he was yeah. like, oh, well, comments he made 15 years ago when he was four years old or whatever, you know, yeah. there was like, Joe said this and Joe said that. And I made a video. I said, do you guys realize, I, just, I was counting all the views yeah. on how much media wrote. I said, do you know how much it would cost you? To get this kind press. of media press, yeah. mm-hmm. I said nearly $300 million, okay? I said, Joe ought to send a thank you letter to everybody yeah. saying, thank you for sp- giving me $300 million of free coverage. How much free coverage is Trump getting? Uh. What is the difference between what they're doing today versus 2015, 2016, when everybody wanted to Russia have them on host. and just trash them, right? Russia CNN, host. MSNBC, everybody was having them on, and all, all of a sudden, like, guys. We, we've been giving them a lot of eyeballs. Yeah, we got to stop this. Right. Knock it off. What's going to happen? So anyway, so that's but not. But that pro- happened here too. <clears throat> forget this year with Fox; they didn't have us on for a while. That's right. And you guys are now doing that. And by the way, uh, 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 are you still are you still the senior advisor for Trump Super PAC MAGA? Are you still an advisor? No, uh, no, I am actually now. No, I'm not involved with MAGA Inc. I am actually the general counsel and spokeswoman for the Save America PAC. Okay, got it. So you're the GC. You're the GC dealing with them legally. The GC, side. yeah. I thought I would just be the GC, and then all of a sudden I was back on trial, and I was like. Mm. <laughs> but, you know, I love what I do. And if he needs me there, that's what I do. Great. So so the reason why I ask this question is this. Oh. So CNN is doing a, uh, uh, a Republican debate, okay, mm. which somehow some way a guy who, you know, is very eloquent, great communicator, didn't make it, didn't qualify. His mm-hmm. name is Vivek Ramaswamy. Mm-hmm. And DeSantis made it and Haley made it and Trump made it. Obviously, Trump's not going to be there because he's doing a town hall same day. With, he doesn't need to be. He doesn't need to be. He's <laughs> going to be doing that with Fox. Right. So what do you think about, you know, uh, uh, Vivek, you know, calling out Rona, uh, Rana McDaniel and then now CNN is saying you're not qualified to be on stage and it's just going to be Haley and DeSantis. How much games plays behind closed doors that the average voter doesn't know about? A lot. A lot. I mean, they play games with me. It's a lot. Um, you know, they they feel like they're in this position of power. I always say, think of the media like you have a Napoleon complex, okay? And they use their little strength. And CNN, by the way, has very little strength right now. But they'll use their little strength. And they'll say, I'm not putting you on and that'll hurt you. Like, it, it's the same thing as the lawsuits. Wake up. You're not hurting Vivek. You're helping Vivek because now he's going to have some little microphone on Instagram or whatever. And he will get more attention Mm -hmm. because he's been excluded. Yeah. Then just put the guy on. Let him do what they want. Invite them all, you know, but they're so short sighted. Honestly, I don't understand the thinking because it's so small minded. And the numbers have shown the more you try and exclude, the more you try and pound them down, the more their numbers go up. It's just silliness. Yeah, why wouldn't you have Yvette? But there is gamesmanship because he'll call them out. 
They yeah. don't like to be called out. How do you feel about Nikki Haley? How do you feel about Nikki Haley? Oh, we go. <laughs> get me. It's there we go. Spicy. Come on. I'm not a political person, so I'm going to start by saying that. I'm not on the campaign. I'm not a political person. How do I feel about Nikki Haley? I think she's a flip-flopper. I don't trust her. I, uh, I wouldn't vote for her. I, I wouldn't. Now, what if on a crazy, because there's, you know, I don't, of course, you don't follow the news and you don't follow what people are saying at all because it's not part of your job and you just kind of like doing your <laughs> own thing. Yeah. But there are certain people speculating that there may be a possibility hmm. that the Wall Street people behind closed doors with these things called PACs, ah, that they raise a lot of money, of PACs, like not PAC 10 like basketball, PACs but PACs like Save like, America like, PACs. Yes, like Save America type of PACs yeah. that are saying, hey, and, and again, rumors, hey, uh, Mr. President, Donald Trump, Jay Trump, if you don't consider a Nikki Haley as your VP, we are not going to give you the money that you know you need <clears throat> to go become the president. But if you choose Nikki Haley, we will consider you as a presidential, you know, support, money, donors, all that stuff, because the money went from DeSantis to Haley. So this is why President Trump, you should consider Soros Nikki Haley as a money. VP. Soros gave her money. A lot of people gave her money. A lot of people gave her money. Uh, pre- all I would say to shut that down is very simple. President Trump will never be in a position like that. So you don't think President— He would never be strong, strong-armed like that. You never. think he would consider a Haley He doesn't a- need to—he would consider who he wants and who he thinks would be a best fit. I, I know that for a fact. I mean, he is not going to be one of those—it's true. He's just not. You think Haley would be a best fit? You know, you're now you're really. <laughs> There's no. It's just a couple cameras. It's just like yeah. we got 17 people live watching us. Like, like, yeah. We just hit 20. 20. 20 people are watching us. Yeah, this won't go anywhere. They're all from Minnesota. It's cold weather. Nobody's. Yeah. I don't get ratings ever, so it's not. You know, this will go nowhere. This will be probably your worst watch show. <laughs> Sorry, not sure why you had me on. They, uh, do I think Nick? Look, here's what I think. I don't. I'm like not. A, I'm not. Um, the biggest fan. I used to like Nikki Haley yeah. when she was in the White House. But after, she's just flip-flopping. And I go back to what I always say with Trump, loyalty. Mm-hmm. And I just don't see that there. And I think that that's concerning for me. Is she going to come in and be a puppet? Is she, she, she going to take funding from people that I've already seen that happen just to try and win? You know, she's. I also just don't think in a debate she's incredibly... I mean, I could debate. I, I really believe, like, if, if I was completely into politics and knew everything about politics that I could get up and debate her and have no problem. That's concerning for me. I don't want another Kamala Harris, right? But if the president believes that she would be a good fit eventually, mm-hmm. God bless and I'll get behind her. But right now, no. I don't see the, the Nikki thing happening. At all. Okay. What do you mean? You, um, yeah, but listen, uh, being blunt, mm. it's no secret that Trump likes attractive, capable women. Right. Okay. Whether it's uh, Ivanka Trump, whether it's Marla Maples, whether it's Melania, right. whether it's um, whoever he has in his corner, whatever's going on, you. So there's an attractive woman out there that's been campaigning with him. Now, I know you don't like giving opinions, but her me. name is Christy. Oh, Christy Noem. Christy yeah. Noem. Yeah. I think she's capable. I think she's gorgeous. I think she's smart. Yeah, she was in Iowa yesterday. She was just campaigning with Trump. Mm-hmm. She's my pick. I love her. For most likely VP picks. Mm-hmm. Vinny thinks that it's Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I said not so much in the face. My well, because she, because, <laughs> but, but, but hold on, but, but she's a loyal. But let's be real. But, she was taking fire in those all, all those pro, White sure. House press meetings. She was a sure. gangster. But, was you know, awesome Mike Pence was also she, pretty loyal, but you know where is he? Yeah, but days? the fly in his head. But my point is this, now. and you're not <laughs> a, in, in your non-opinionated <laughs> way, 
What are the chances he considers I someone like no Christy Noem? I have no idea. I mean, she's Come obviously... Come on, you met her before. Uh, you're not getting me in trouble. You <laughs> I don't know who he's going to pick. You ask my opinion. She seems lovely. I don't really know her. I haven't never, I've never even met her. Oh, no. Um, maybe we've been at the same events, but no, I, I really don't know her. You know, why it was Carrie Lake. I, it was. It's always mm-hmm. somebody. Yeah. At the end of the day, I, I can honestly say... He does. I don't think he's chosen, and I I don't know that you know when he I, does I that I he I, I don't think I, he has. I don't think I, he I has. fully he believe he hasn't chosen. How about this? Yeah. How about this? It is way too early. Would you say there's a better chance? This is off the record. No one's watching. Of course. That he picks a woman versus a man. No, better I don't chance. think it matters no. to him. It's well, it has to matter. No, it's well, it has to matter. It does it. Well, yes. he picked, well uh, uh, I don't think it. Adam, he picked Pence. Pick yeah, he Pence. Pence. Unless if you you know identify Listen. Mr. Pence as a times have changed, PPD. Yeah. This yeah. You know, 2015 it's anymore. probably gonna be guys, Chris Christie. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. But uh, <laughs> now that's <laughs> Pants. Big Pants. But Alina Boom, Alina drops the hand. Yeah, Alina. She told everyone who Christie coming in, huh? Am I gonna get sued for that? That was just a joke. But you know how like let's say hopefully he you know he wins and he beats all this nonsense that they're doing. He's he's always warned about the swamp. He's always told you know, drain the swamp. He's he's gonna come back in and deal with all these creatures. How how can he trust? No, I know I feel you. How can you even because he's going right back in? Yeah. How do you trust any of these? Even the people that are like, hey, we're we're with you. He we knows just, who's he knows. Oh, that's what I'm saying. So when scared. he first went in, yep. th- what happens is they right they and this is my understanding, right? They they you go in. Okay, it's like me going in to say I'm a professional golfer. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm calling. I'm calling my friend Sergio Garcia. Serge, help me. Yeah. Tell me what club to buy. He tiger, tells me what tiger, club to please. Buy. Tiger. I don't think I'd call Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call Dustin Johnson. I'll call Bryson DeChambeau. I'll call. I'll call my people. I'll be like, tell me what to do. Yeah. And you take their advice and you do it. And that's what happened the first time around. Now, now, very different. Oh yes. I've gone through this. I've weeded out the bill bars. I've weeded out the people that are no good, the people that were actually working on the other agenda but got to stay and they pushed them. The network, he knows the network, which is why I love him going back so much now because he knows the network in, he's seen the network against him, and now he gets to go back and fix in a major way with people that he trusts. Mm -hmm. And there will be people that, Screw him. Of course. It's it's like me saying that I've never hired an associate that's disappointed. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. But it will be so much stronger. It will be so much stronger. I get these arguments all the time, Alina. Sorry, Adam. Uh, I get these arguments because I have, you know, cousins that are 100%. Nothing. The country is... Biden's just doing its infrastructure. It's just, you know, yeah. they're all they're all they're all delusional. Yeah. But uh, because I have these arguments, they're like, because I'm talking about January 6th and now Christopher Ray. These people have Bust. FBI there. You know, they yeah. say, well, Trump appointed them. I'm like, who Trump do you think didn't appoint them? That's not how it works. And, and the truth is, I think that it's how it will work. I mm-hmm. think he will clean up. I think you got to clean up from the top down. I've said that. I can tell you that. Um, I think it's incredibly critical that he puts the right people, especially in the DOJ. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I would, uh, you know, press secretary is just a f- the face of uh, and somebody who's communicating with the press. But to me, where I would want to see uh, the change is in the back. 
-hmm. the back, the press secretary, the the DOJ, Mm -hmm. the people that are enforcing laws, the people that are actually going counterterrorism, things that are really important to us, uh, cartels, making sure there's no, uh, you know, epidemic, no, no fentanyl uses. Our children are suffering Mm -hmm. um, depression, things like that. We got to work inside out. Right. And and, and first of all, people are afraid of Trump and countries are afraid of Trump. And right now they're not afraid of Biden. Mm -hmm. So that's what puts me in my most fearful state is we could go to war because we have such weak leadership. Uh, right Alina, now. when you hear somebody like Vivek say, which I kind of I, I've been watching a lot of and I'm kind of agreeing when he's saying something like the FBI can easily be just dismantled and put it and take all those agents and put them in other organizations. Could we could we operate as a country without an FBI? If you uh, without an FBI, without an FBI. I don't know enough about it to say so. I think that there's an importance to national security mm-hmm. when it's done right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think fractured national security sometimes concerns me because I think if there's no strong leadership in anything, in any in any company, you have to think of it like a company. You have, um, you know, different sections, then you have high potential for weakness. You have high potential for somebody to permeate, you know, having a manager of a store in California and a manager of a store in Florida, but they're not interacting and there's no oversight, that concerns me. They got to report up. Got you. So I don't necessarily agree with that structure. Okay. As somebody who's run a business since I was 28 years old, I, I've seen that that doesn't work. I tried to open, you know, if you don't have the, the heads watching, it can go awry. Yeah. It's just, it's just hard, though, when it comes to the FBI, because going all the way back f- from the FBI's beginning to, like, right. combing all these guys, their political bias affects What's happening with the presidency, with Russia collusion, with mm-hmm. Hillary? It's like oh, how there's a you, contamination. It's so, but and it's so hard because you don't know who. If think about it, we're on the FBI and Pat's in charge, and Pat hates Trump. I don't care what you're going to say. There's going to be investigations. There's going to be stuff happening because of his mm-hmm. bias, and we saw it. So it's it's kind of hard. I think I think uh, Vinny actually posed a really good question about draining the swamp, and even your like before you even answered, you were like, yeah. <laughs> You kind of got a little Mr. Burns moment right there. <laughs> but I actually think you're right about your answer about why this time will be different. And I'll unpack it a little bit. I think it's a double-edged sword. So the advantage and the disadvantage of Trump being a businessman who's never been in politics, right. he don't know what he's walking into. No, he you could say it all he wants. He could say oh. that he's donated to every single campaign and every single politician out right. there. That doesn't mean you're in the house. You're outside the house making donations. Right. You don't really know how it works. Okay, but the difference is like a, an establishment politician that's also a double edged sword because you know how it works. You're going to play the game. I scratch my back, scratch yours. Funny thing about my exactly. back, yada, yada. But this time around, he's been the politician. He's been on the outside. He's been on the inside. Now he knows how it works, the inner workings. He knows the plumbing, but he's also not bought and paid for like a lot of these politicians. Right. So I do think that this time around it will be different. Yeah. But it goes to show that if you don't know how Washington works, yeah. I'm sorry. You're going to get run over. Yeah. You're going to get run amok. You think you're going to have people around you that are that are helping you. They're all social climbers or political social climbers. There's a lot of people he brought in his circle that did not have his best interests. No. So many of them were there already, though. Remember yeah. that they were there already and they were told this is the guy you want. He was advised. He was leaning on a lot Correct. of people to advise him when he went. And I've spoken to him about this and, and just, you know, wondered. And he's look, it's going to be different because I now know. Mm-hmm. So, so, so let me ask you, is, is, uh, is the president a Trump a forgiving man once you're like, for example, let's just say you, you were disloyal, mm. okay? Now you're back being loyal. Is he forgiving that quickly 
and he thinks he can change people's minds and be back with them. And the reason why I ask this question is the following reason. I ask it because this time around, see, you know, like the famous line, because you'd be in jail. Yeah, but she didn't go to jail. Nothing happened to her. And you just said something earlier today. How is it that the list, Epstein list came out? He should be in jail. Why is he not in jail? So what's, what's, what's he going to do that a lot of, you know, the voters who are saying, okay, if you're, if you're going to say you're going to clean up, the DOJ is going to clean up, FBI is going to, what does that mean? Ray's going to get fired? Okay, Ray's not, it's, it's, it's a deeper issue than that, right? Yeah. What, what else is going to happen on second term? If you're back in the office, is it, you know, that's probably the biggest, like some of the people that voted for him that maybe are thinking to come back or sit it out. Like, I just don't think anything's going to change. Right. I just, I just don't trust the system because I don't think it's going to do anything. What do you think is going to happen with him being in the office this time? And how quickly do you think he's going to hold those people accountable? Like I Fauci hasn't been held accountable. I think very quickly. I think number one, knowing him, look, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't speak to him about this. This is not my world, but I know him. I think that if he makes a promise, he'll keep it, meaning, um, you know, he needs to do a lot of work. He, he says, he's like, if we don't get this back quickly, I, you know, I have to get back quickly to clean up. Number one, you have to pick up the phone and call foreign leaders. You can't be afraid. He, I don't think that's been happening. You got to pick up the phone just like he used to, just he, like he did with Putin. And people says, he says Putin's smart. He says this person. Well, they're not stupid. He's not saying they're smart. We should praise them. He's saying you need to not underestimate them. And I think that that's been going on. We're just closing our eyes and ignoring it and letting them permeate every part of this country. So I think he will take a really strong stance, number one, to secure us, to make sure we don't go to war. Number one. And I, I know he... That I believe. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, in terms because of... Because it happened in the four years, we didn't have any issues. ISIS disappeared, a lot of things. Yeah. If Trump was president today, Ukraine, Russia... What is how, this? We had no wars. Nothing. We had brought our yeah. boys home. And now we've got, you know, we're leaving... From day one, leaving, what was it, $80 billion of equipment and leaving our people in the airport chasing planes? In and Afghanistan. What the Sweden. hell is yeah. going on? We knew they didn't know what they were doing. It was like they were assisting from day one. Here, take our equipment, take our stuff. Why don't we make you stronger, terrorists? Yeah. Use our amazing goggles and our amazing equipment with the high. What are we doing? He will do what he says. He will be back to old Trump. He is Trump. He will do what he needs to do. And that's not vindictive. It's not uh, uh, somebody coming after people who can. It's not that. It's we're losing America. I truly believe that. We are losing America and it's going to be too late if he doesn't get it. You in. honestly don't think even a little bit. A little bit. Because he even said on day one. One day when I know. I'll, have, I'll be retribution. It'll only take me one day. It'll only take me one day. Listen, we know Trump, okay? Yeah. We could say all the best things about Trump. We could, we, could, we could say how bad we need a strong leader in power. Right. But you know there's a little part of Trump that wants to get some people back, that wants to seek retribution. There's a little bit of that. Would you at least admit that? Absolutely not. You don't think that Trump? <laughs> She's not admit Okay. But, but would you at least Adam, admit that? Adam, What's your question? Wait, no, I'm saying that Trump, he, won, he even said on day one he's going to seek uh, retribution. One, you know there's a little Adam, part of Trump that, that is a little like, all right, you, you have, fucked with me, I'm going to fuck you with have, you back. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, yeah, because you asked me the question. One thousand percent for the past, it'll be eight years. From the moment he said it, they have been trying to destroy his life. Mm -hmm. And you know for what? Because this guy loves America. Say what the hell you want. He pulled open the curtain and said, hey, America, 
Look at these assholes. That's yeah. what he did. And he's been suffering. 100% he deserves to do whatever the hell he's going to do. In the legal, wait, wait. Holding, holding people accountable isn't like a right Wait, I was just going to say that. Yeah. Let's just look. If I was his lawyer standing next to him that day that he said it, I would have said, let's instead say we're going to hold everyone yeah. accountable. accountable. Okay. And, and that's the real truth is there should be no reason that somebody gets raided for library books mm-hmm. and somebody else doesn't. There should be no reason that a pedophile is exposed and doesn't go to jail. Okay? Yep. But then he is accused by somebody who wants to write books and do whatever of terrible things that are so disgusting that he did not do. So we're going to look at the world and say that's retribution. That's not retribution. That's called equal justice. That's mm-hmm. called due process. They will go through due process. If they didn't do anything wrong, prove it. But we can't keep saying that it's normal that Hunter Biden tried to sneak through with absolute immunity with an agreement that got caught by a judge. Imagine if that judge was a little tired that day and just, you know, or on the take or whatever and let it go. Thank God for people that are awake. But that's what he's talking about. We need to clean up. We need the country to believe in the country again. We need the country to believe in the justice system again. So, yes, there will be accountability. That's what attorney generals do. That's what departments of justice do. Um, They don't target people. They hold people accountable. And that's the fear, Alina, is the word. Because Pat had everybody pick a word for this year. Mm. Right? Mine was undeniable. I'm going to be undeniable this year. Trump's thing is, like you said, that accountability, that is pumping mm-hmm. fear in all these people because they're like, oh, my God, he's going to hold our feet to the fire. That's the fear. By the way, that's what's making them want to put him in jail. That's they're exactly, that's exactly well, it. Uh, Alina, you brought up something. You said, if I was Trump's lawyer and I was standing next to him that day, well, you know, newsflash, you are his lawyer. You I'm not that. I'm not okay. a campaign lawyer. I'm not involved I'm just, in that. I'm just but, saying. You know, I would have, you know. He did say, you know, how often, you probably can't answer this, but. You know, Letitia James, this stupid bitch, you know, whatever he said, you know, Jack uh, by Smith. By the way, I say that too, so. Okay. Jack Smith, this corrupt, you know, the woke lap, like. Yeah, but that's how, As an attorney. Yeah. How, how do you say to the president. Yes. Eh, just don't say certain things that might affect your case. Yeah. How do you approach that? Because he's Trump gonna Trump. Trump you see, not, he, Trump going to Trump. Let him. How as an attorney, I'm sure there's some things that get frustrated. All the other attorneys have said this where it's like, eh, don't talk about that for now. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with something like that? I mean, I'm not going to break privilege. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you that any client that I deal with has a right to speak their mind. It's called the First Amendment. When you're the leading political candidate of a country that's falling apart, I think you're angry. I think that comes out however way he wants. It gets him the attention that's making him lead in the polls. I think Americans feel angry. And when they see his anger, it's what makes him relatable. So I'm not here to advise him on how to be a strategist. I'm not here to advise him on his campaign. I'm here to be his lawyer. So as his lawyer, what would I do? I would say don't use words that could get you sued. Don't, you know, be careful. Um, that's what I would say to any client if you're in the public eye. I mean, there's just it's it's the reality of the world we're in. Right. It's anybody. Defamation is really what we're talking about. So mm-hmm. that's the only thing that I worry about is defamation. Gag orders, unfortunately, have become part of what I have to deal with. I was gagged. I never even said anything, but I was gagged because they didn't want me to say something. And I couldn't even say something in the court on the record. I'm still gagged. 
uh, in the AG case. Vinny, not that kind of gagged, bro. Relax. Just no, not that kind of I know, I know what a... <laughs> gag Relax. order. Gag yeah. order. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, you can't. I, you can't and I wouldn't. My advice to him is as any lawyer would be. Be careful of certain words. Um, you know, choose them wisely. But... President Trump. Trump. I mean, I have I have respect for the man. He led the free world. I mean, Mm -hmm. who am I to tell him what not to? Yeah, I'm his lawyer. I'll advise him, but he's he's got a ton of people around him. And at the end of the day, it's him. It's his brand. It's who he is. Let's go to the last topic here before we wrap up. Uh, Yes, which is the Jeffrey Epstein list that came out last night. You know, middle of the night, Twitter's going bonkers. Videos you're seeing. Some videos are extremely, you know, uh, uh, Stephen Hawking. I don't know if you saw some of the yeah. cartoons. Was, they, all the cartoons were horrible, yeah. and apparently he was in, what, uh, underage orgies. Like, yeah. I can't even picture. Stephen and Hawking? And an email, email oh. saying to hide it, and he would, hide, they would pay uh, anybody that so would say. so good for me. <laughs> it's what? not funny, but Stephen, so yeah, mean. Stephen Hawking. Oh, and they said uh, Alan Dershowitz, Pat? I guess uh, Epstein forced underage girls to have sex with Alan Dershowitz. What does that mean, though? Force, what? like, go go have, like, making them have sex with the yeah, guy. But, yeah, allegedly. But, but, that's in the court let's case. Let's just use the word allegedly. Well, first allegedly. of all, there's 91 charges in Trump's court case. That doesn't mean he did that. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 I, I never, ever would, you know, Alan, I have a lot of respect for. I think he's an incredibly smart person. Um, there are literally groups coming after attorneys that speak their mind, and he's liberal. Mm-hmm. And I, I just respect intelligence. I don't respect pedophilia. So a one thousand percent. And it's period. Like, the end. There's nothing left well, for me to say on that. If you're a pedophile, you better hundred percent. You better. Now, you see these names: Trump's on this list, Clinton's on this list, Dershowitz. But the Trump's one not name, on the list. No, no. Trump's meaning like in was in his orbit, was on his plane. No, 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 no. Never, no, he never flew. Never, the never went to the. No, no. never went to the. Never house. met with. No. Never talked he underage girls. Never, he no. never met with Epstein? No, what do you mean met with Epstein, Pictures of him with Epstein. Party or whatever, not met with That's him. That's all I'm talking about, guys. Oh, yeah. They met together. There's yeah. a, no, but, but the but, one but, name. But wait a minute. Wait a yeah. minute. He was wait not a, friends with Epstein. There's a, there's, a, there's a difference. There's a difference between 50 flights mm-hmm. to the island and you're in New York City. With your son. You're, okay, so you, you know we had Mike Tyson here one time. And Mike Tyson, I, I think Mike. it was the last time we had him on. He, he says, one day... He says, I'm doing what I'm doing. And all of a sudden, it was a, who came to him, a, a vice or SWAT or FBI came to him. Oh, because the and guy that yeah, did something says, crazy. Says, yeah, you're uh, right. How, how do you know this man? He says, what do you mean, how do I know this man? He says, well, you took a picture with him. You know what he just did. He just killed 28 people, oh whatever it was. Yeah. Like he stabbed and killed a. He says, dude, a guy's taking a picture with yeah. me. I'm not going to know what it is. So think about how many parties you've been to, okay? Some of those parties you went to. Maybe one or two. No, but how many people were yeah. at the party? There's a difference between you going to those parties versus, hey, Adam, come to the island that I have here with... 27 cl- times. Yeah. Massages. And let me put a portrait of you in a blue dress with heels in the front of the That's a different conversation. So One I, know, I know a lot percent. of times... I stand corrected here. Yeah. I, I'm not saying... and I'm just... But what I'm getting at, you're absolutely right. Zero contention. The name that is the most liable here is the royal family Prince Andrew. You've seen what's going on with this guy. I don't know. Is that the actual painting? That is the painting. That's beyond weird. You know what's what's worth telling is where where he put that painting. That painting was in the entrance. So when you came in, right, the entrance of his apartment in New York, I believe, that painting was in the entrance. Why? That's a power play. 
That tells you wow, I own you. you. Wow, big. That's I own so you. gangster. Who, that was in Clinton's? No, no that no, was in Epstein's, Epstein's apartment. Holy Manhattan. shit. When you walk into the, I think it's, I mean, we can fact check me, but when you walk into the right, it's there. You put a former president in a dress in high heels in your entry of your apartment. Yeah. What does that say? I own you. Wait, is that supposed to be the Lewinsky dress, by the way? I don't know. That's I a great know. question. It might but, be. But, but the Prince Andrew thing. Yeah, so, I mean, as a, as a, again, how do you defend that as a lawyer? You don't. Right? I mean, you he did I wouldn't take that case. Shit. <laughs> I wouldn't take that case. Why not? Because it's uh, the, to me, unless he could show me that this was not the, I would have a, I have a very hard time with pedophilia. Look, just because I'm a lawyer, I represented a, a child who was a victim of rape by a man who raped twenty something other children in a state by a state employee. He was a systemic rapist. He would groom these children, usually divorced children. And he was the only one not within the statute of limitations that could bring a lawsuit. So mm-hmm. I couldn't do a class action. I did this. I got, you know, we, we resolved the case. He's fine. He had drug addiction, all these things from that. I can't, as a human being, I can't defend that. I can't. And, and some lawyers, maybe they can. Maybe How do lawyers defend something like that? Well, so, I always well, ask that question. Lawyers, yeah. Criminal lawyers, because sometimes you're mitigating damages. You're not trying to uh, prove them like innocent. innocent. Yeah. You're just trying to mitigate and negotiate. And by the way, I'd probably be a great criminal attorney. I'm not a criminal attorney. Um, I, I, you know, I, I would have a very difficult time as a human being, as a mother, with uh, representing somebody who I believed was a pedophile. Alina, so and from a lawyer, a lawyer standpoint, uh, the list came out. New Mexico Governor Bill Richardson, billionaire hedge fund manager Glenn Dubin, the prince. The list goes on and on. Clinton. There was certain names, especially one that was Blacked just out. heavily redacted. Yeah. Okay. This is my question. There's obviously I don't know no no victims. God, I feel so bad for them. I'll, I'll pray yeah. for them. But how are they still protecting a name of a person that? Well, they're not protecting the name. Well, how are they? Why are they? Why are they? Why are they no, redacting so, this? So person? legally, what happens? Is, so no, there, there has to be motions filed to unseal, and people can try and do that. And I'm sure some of these, you know, the uh, t- the Tom Fittens of the world, et cetera, will try and do so. Um, there, there's so people always say, you know, it's not all public, and I want the world to understand this. When I when I have a case, when I'm doing a lawsuit, like there are things you just don't know that are not public. Sometimes the court orders them be private. There are private conversations with judges and all the all the parties and their counsel that are sealed um, for certain reasons, for protection reasons. Um, there are. I don't understand why that is unsealed. I don't like it, and I would love to know. As an attorney, um, I think that no matter what, if this goes to trial, we will know mm-hmm. because they can't um, happen. I'd be shocked if the press doesn't make a motion to have it filmed and, and public. But there will be transcripts and all of that. At this point, you don't know. There's so many identity issues. And when you're dealing with uh, minors and rape victims, there's a lot of, of issues that happen. Sometimes it's to protect the rape uh, victim that they don't want their name being associated with that blackout name because they're afraid of being killed and then they have to be in. There's so many things that go on that people don't realize. Now, what do I think in here? No, I'm not going to think that. I think that that's somebody who's very high profile. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there's speculation as to who it could be. Um, Somebody, uh, but I can't understand how Bill Clinton would be revealed, but this person wouldn't. Yeah, like who's more, like this is the ex-president of the United States. His name is all over, but this one heavily redacted name but you know who i know it's not 
Donald Trump. Donald J. Trump. Yeah. <laughs> but like, the left must be going crazy because they just proved mm-hmm. all the stuff that we talked so, about. Yeah. Who, who is protected more than I, him, though? I, well, I was just going to say, would it be Spielberg? a Bill, Bill Gates? Maybe a Spielberg? This person is bigger than Clinton. Tom Hanks? Obama? I don't know. Pat. How do we know it's one person that's heavily well, one of them. It's been, one it, name. It's one seen. name that I kept seeing that was just redacted, redacted. I think redacted. that's strange. Wow. Isn't that weird? Unless they're cooperating. You know, there's so many elements that we Ooh, don't know. So we have the attorney. Yeah. yeah, they could be a cooperating witness. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what so, that would it's be. So, it's so interesting. because But I would you have love to remember, it. so much happens before the public knows. Um, you have, you know, I've been in front of a grand jury, you know, and people didn't know. And I, they pull you in. They see if you're going to be part of the papers. That's all stuff that they do. And then they pick and choose and they put their storyline together and they decide which witnesses they're going to rely on. But there's a ton of people that go in front of a grand jury and testify. And then what they do is, and it's really unfair because... A grand jury um, is one-sided. You're not allowed to have your lawyer in there. You go by yourself, and it's it's a frightening experience for anybody. And you just have government, the FBI, the DOJ in there. You have you know the grand jurors, and they can ask you whatever you want. You're not represented in there. Um, you can leave and ask a question to your lawyer, but you are by yourself, and you. You know, if you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to hide. I had nothing to hide. I went in. I was, I was honest. But if you have something to hide, I could imagine uh, that then it opens the door to witness witnesses that flip, witnesses that cooperate, they plea. So there are so many things that could have happened there um, that people don't realize before it becomes public. But I'm happy that it's becoming public. This yeah, is- you and me both. And I saw something where it's like the I don't know if the government or the FBI, one of them have all these boxes of all the recordings and everything that he actually was recording all these people on the island all the cameras all the hidden cameras oh, I'm about, sure he had a room like this pat with all these tvs and recording yeah, everything so when they would leave alina and he'd ask hey i need this favor and the person's like no he's like oh really that's you with this underage girl or whatever yeah, and they would do all the- to me that is the most believable proposition <laughs> right there 100 if there's anything we know about epstein is he's wow. recording all you oh, one, yeah. and that's why he was so powerful and was of getting course. hundreds of millions of dollars right. that's model. why he's dead that's yes. why he's or allegedly <laughs> he might not he, be his he business, off himself yeah that's right his business model yeah. was blackmail 100 percent. okay all the child weird stuff pedophilia Dude, that's all a means to an end. He is using whatever he can to get dirt on powerful people. Left, right, center, up, down. And, he got And you. who was he yeah. working for is the real question. I'm surprised Ghislaine's still there. That's crazy. Honest. I'm surprised they, she hasn't. She hasn't wanted to off herself? Yeah. yeah. That's kind of odd that she's still you know, You know what this does tell you, though? I mean, you're looking at this stuff. Okay, did you ever meet anybody famous when you were with Jeffrey? She asked. Uh, I met Michael Jackson at Epstein's house in Palm Beach, asked whether she massaged Jackson. She said, I did not. As for Copperfield, uh, uh, she said that he attended dinner at one of Epstein's home and did some magic tricks. Did you observe David Copperfield to be a friend of Jeffrey Epstein? She asked. She replied in the affirmative. Did Copperfield ever discuss Epstein's involvement with young girls with you? She was also asked, he questioned me if I was aware that girls were getting paid to find other girls. Hmm. Copperfield, she said in a deposition, didn't tell her any specifics of the question. Did he say whether they were teenagers or anything along those lines? She also asked, he did not. Trump, those associations, I've reported on mentioned documents, Jeffrey, great. Well, call up Trump and we'll go. I don't recall the name of the casino, but we'll go to the casino. And then 
ask at one point whether she ever gave him a massage to Trump. No. no. That, and this is gone, right? Okay. So here's the thing. When you're reading this, there's two things here. One, you, you know, you have to know these guys are sitting around talking to their lawyers, talking to their people, like, what are we going to do? And then they're calling each other like, hey, man, what's your plan? What, I saw <laughs> yeah. you there, Doug. Yeah. I mean, you were, you know, what are you up to? <laughs> Who's your lawyer? What do we want to do with this? Did you call that guy? Did you call this oh guy? You know, Because they know whose name is blacked out. Of course. If there's anybody that knows the people that have been there, no, like, you know. If- that, no, because, I, no, not necessarily. I'm going to correct you because I have been, like I said, I'll use my experience. Okay. I'm not going to speculate. But in my experience, I have been in front of a grand jury. And I am shocking. It's like what they do to every Trump lawyer, right? They, they like scare you. They bring you in. They, things that I had nothing to do with. And they, uh, you know, I had no idea who went in. I still don't. I don't know everybody that went in. I don't know. I don't know who went in because we all have different lawyers. and Who went into the grand Who went into grand juries. I, I don't know. No, no. I'm saying people that went to the house. Yeah, but they all don't know who was involved in that and who the other guy might be. Because once you go into grand jury... Right. That's not that's not that's not testimony that you get until you're on the what I'm saying is like if you go if you go to a party. Right. And, you know, we're in Vegas. Okay, buddy of mine. My dad's like, where are you going? I'll be back. I'm 14, 15 years old. The story my dad told the other day. Right. in Aspen. So I go downstairs. My friends, you know, we're all uh, troubled teenagers at the time. We don't have any direction in life. We're in this Cadillac. We take the dad's car. He's driving. My friend, 15-year-old guy, he's driving. I'm 15. <laughs> not, not legal to drive. No. Not yet. But, we're, but it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Guy pulls up on this side, okay? And five guys from New York. Where are you from? New York. Where are you from? Burbank. Okay. Boom. Guns come out. Mm. Then all of a sudden, oh, my God. Here we go. So we run out. Run, 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 run. Everybody, kick craziness. And then... Go back to the room. My dad's like, why are you breathing so hard? Oh, I was just exercising. You know, <laughs> two o'clock exercise, in the morning. Two o'clock in the morning. You know, what are you going to do? I'm just going to sleep. He said, what happened? He doesn't find out till I'm 32 years old when oh, I tell wow. him this. Story. I'm like, you don't need to. Need. But, but the people who were in the Cadillac know. They know. Right? Yeah. The yeah. people who were in the Cadillac know. So the concern here becomes the following. Here are two, two stories here. One, the, these money powerful people that have been able to control their their card to get away with stuff like this. They did not think today was coming. They did not think that this thing was going to be public. You think they were thinking? I, they, I was, nah, they're, they're like, I don't know if this thing's going to be coming. They probably thought he was doing everything to protect them. He was doing everything to protect them. So January 21st, apparently the list, all the other names between yeah, now and then is going to be released. Yeah. Moral of the story, folks, this is more having nothing to do with politics, having to do with you. Man, be very careful what parties you go to, Okay. <laughs> And you accept invitations too, okay? Do a lot of due diligence before you say yes to any party you're going to be going to. And if you're going to be going, ask very specific questions. Are any of the guests pedophiles? Yeah. <laughs> is I the, would like always, a roster. Is there a please. pedophile lit? That's yeah. always pedophile. Is the party on an island? <laughs> Are yeah. we on an island? Yeah. So Are there minors massaging oh, people? And, my and, God. And FYI, between then and now, Think how much social media, if yeah. social media was around, like you had smartphones back then, people didn't go on that thing on Bro. smartphones. 
Think about like wow. people would how, be on the island. Yo, what up, here on Jeffrey Epstein's island? We out oh here. Oh my god! Put the phone down, guy. What yeah. are you doing? Oh no, they would do what they do at comedy yeah. shows for like Dave Chappelle. When you yeah. walk into the comedy club, Alina, there's a bag. You put your phone in. They lock it till you leave. Yeah. So you don't record the performance. Yeah. 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 Oh so, my god. I mean, look, the demons. Good, the, listen, but you can only control so much. I agree. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Tr- listen. Trust me. You don't think I've taken a picture with some weirdo that I don't know about there is, comes up to me and says, can I take your picture? You know, that, yeah, by the way, you're right. that, that, by the way, that's what happened to Trump. He's got a picture with somebody and she's like, oh, he attacked me. He raped me. He this, that, and the other. Me. He's like, I don't remember taking this picture. I don't, I don't yeah. know who you are. And then he banged. And then he gets from, defamation, yeah. rape, bop, bop, bop. The bigger you are, the more popular you are, the more notoriety you have, the more pictures they're going to ask you for. I know. And, and, and didn't, didn't uh, Trump ban Epstein from Mar-a-Lago, right? That's it, right. Yeah. I wasn't going to bring it up, but I'm glad Trump did. Ban, Trump actually threw him out of the club. Yeah, out of the club because he flirted with someone's daughter, younger daughters. Like, yeah, nah, he was we're like, not no, we're out. not. We don't do that here. Yeah, you added You're out. Yeah, right there. Trump banned Jeffrey Epstein from Mar-a-Lago after sex criminal hit on member's daughter. Yeah, by the way, that was back in the day. That just tells you what who he year is. was that? He's not, he's not into creepy. He's, he's just not. He's, you know, it was a long time ago. It was before any of this. It, but he was a member. And Epstein was a wealthy Palm Beach guy who threw parties. And then yeah. the people that figured out who he was probably bowed out or threw them out of his yeah. club, yeah. like President Trump. Um, and then the other ones that were into it, I'm sure. What, just what has Trump said about Epstein on the record? Meaning, He's like, so happy he threw him out of the club beautiful. and never went to the island. Yeah, <laughs> Did he God. say he thought he was like a scumbag? No. Did he, oh, I. I I'm sure. I mean, I'm not going to talk about what he, I don't know. Publicly, he, I'm saying. Publicly, he's, I think he's, you know, you're not, he's not concerned. I, I never went to the island. I'm not no, a pedophile. No. And I threw him out of my club. I mean, yeah. what better facts do you need? Than Dude, that? Like, just off of person, and we talked about this in the last podcast. I just look at what Bill Gates, his wife, Melinda Gates said when she goes, All I right. met him one time. I had nightmares and it was evil personified. That's a freaking crazy statement yeah. to be like, mm-hmm. I just met him and I felt like the That's devil why you was think a, he's your uh, but how, how about candidate her? for being uh, a. I mean, how about her, Ghislaine, like a grooming? Oh, yeah. she's yeah, she's she's just. Well, I love I love what, other, ha- what happens to Ghislaine at this point from an attorney's honestly, perspective? Uh, from an attorney's perspective, yeah. as a as a as a conspiracy person, I just hope all, she doesn't the, all the herself, above because I would like her to testify. I would like yeah. to see this one. I would like to see this one. Look how out. rough she looks right I now. You have see, evil inside you. Look at that. How can she not testify? I mean, only if she. How does that work? Only if she dies. So they're going to bring her on trial. I mean, they already I, have. They have a, to bring her on. Yes. Tr- I mean, she, you know, she's got to be. She's got to testify, and I hope it doesn't get sealed. Only the identities of the victims should be sealed. But as far as the predators, those should not be sealed, and they should be bringing charges against those people. And I think, frankly, now that it's public, there's going to be a tremendous amount of pressure to see them do the right thing and go after people that are now. We have the facts. I'm a little disappointed that it takes media to get yeah. us there. Can um, I be honest with you? Like, why did we need to see it? For you to have to bring charges, because as of today, yep. there are no charges brought right against Bill Clinton for sleeping with underage uh, individuals. Yep. Those victims are alive. Where? What's happening? Prince, Prince Andrew, regardless of, of his of his so what, prince, I don't give a damn. Why, why haven't they? Though? This why is actually a good question. Why your well, lawyer? Tell us that. why haven't they? Why has why hasn't because some lawyer gone to the late to, to, to the girl? Can't be the lawyer. It has to be the government. Government has this case. The government needs to bring oh civil suit. Sure, a civil suit on behalf of the women, right. but they were settled. Yeah, Chase gave them two hundred ninety million by a bank. <laughs> yeah, a bank. A bank yep. settled 
the suit. How, paid for how it. How can a bank JP Morgan. JP Morgan, which I believe was $290 million. Right. Because guess what? Their top brass were involved in all these emails going oh, over yeah, there doing their dirt with them, yeah. Patrick. So there was a settlement. Follow the money. money. And part of the settlement is you will no longer sue us. You will take this check. Mm-hmm. You will shut up. You will go away. Wow. It's a settlement agreement. Settlement agreements are fair. You're allowed to have settlement agreements. You're allowed to say, I don't want to litigate. As a victim, yeah. I can imagine not wanting to go through litigation, not wanting to be this publicly display your rape and your trauma. Again, that's incredibly traumatic. You know, they suffer from PTSD, real things, no real doubt. victims. Let me be clear Um, because we have this other legal issue happening in our country right now which with the adult survivors act and some of these claims that are coming very late that are um, some of them are fake some of them are real but the ones that are fake it bothers the hell out of Mm -hmm. me Um, so you know we'll see but I will tell you outside of the settlement agreement for cash there needs to be criminal and that's the state the government needs to bring charges to people that they know raped underage Women. 100%. You think, Trump, the end. you think if Trump gets elected, that, that'll happen? I can tell you if I'm involved in the DOJ. Please. Please do it. I, that is something that I don't, I, I have no tolerance for that. None. I would. And it's crazy. You, and good, Alina. And guess what? The majority of these people, that should be your number one yes. priority. People. Safety. Rape security. children. Kids. Kids. That's that's yeah. the border problem. We have rape after rape. I mean, oh, they go disappear. The they, little you know, kids. they have the underwear of these children. It's like a trophy. Have yeah. you seen oh these videos no. at the border? If you look, if you if you do some research, I mean, it doesn't take much. There are individuals that have gone down there and and exposed how much. What they do is they rape the children and then they hang the underwear on the uh, fence to show that they've raped children. And it's all kids' underwear. And it's so disturbing. That is the most disturbing it is thing so I've ever disturbing. Heard. What's the what's the It's just gangs and sickos. I mean, I mean, look, understand that a lot of these people that are coming over that are fleeing in a way that can't get in through a legal manner are because they can't get in through the legal means that this country yeah. allows for. We allow migrants, we allow immigrants. We we are pro immigration. What we are not is for people who have been charged, who are criminals, who can't get into our country securely so that we know who's coming in so that we can allow you in the right way and you get vetted and and you're not a terrorist and go through the normal means we can't have those people so what are they doing they're crossing illegally we've heard that there's you know chinese migrants going through middle east everybody 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 everybody, look at terrorists and it's just an open entryway so they're raping and these are probably people that were rapists the okay. problem is we don't know who's coming in because they're we just coming in. You, coming you saw in. what I, I said about uh, so This has been a yeah. great podcast. Appreciate you for coming out. Yeah. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Keep staying tough. And looking forward to seeing what happens. And what can people find you, by the way? Is it, is oh, it just- I'm so not. As- Alina Hobb. I'm Alina Hobb on Twitter, on Twitter. Truth Social, which I, I'm more active on, and, of course, Instagram. Fantastic. There you go, Rob. Let's put the link below for everything. Alina, I would say... Uh, in Assyrian, thank you for coming out. Merci. But it wouldn't Shukran. mean anything. Shukran. Shukran. Yeah. Okay, Shukran. all right, then we'll take I... that. We'll we'll do that. Yeah. But uh, looking forward to ho- hopefully doing this again sometime in the so. future. Thank you. Great By the way, up. if I don't say this, my brother is your biggest fan, and he told me, if, I swear to God, if you go on. <laughs> what's, his, what's his name? His name is Fuad. 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 Fuad, much love to you. Next time, come visit. We'd love to meet you. Take care, everybody. <laughs> bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye. Thank you.